Welcome to the Mind the Gap podcast. We're your hosts, Victoria and Gloria. Let's get into this week's episode. This episode is about the grind. We'll talk about our own experiences with this mentality and its presence in the medical education system. So we're going to be talking about the grind, as Victoria mentioned, Um, but just a little disclaimer that this is just a discussion based on like our own uh, perception of the grind slash the grind mindset. And at this point in time, like we could change our thoughts about this could change. Lots of different people have different perceptions. And, you know, this is a complex issue psychologically, sociologically. I think lots of people are kind of examining their own relationships with the grind. So um, yeah, just go easy on us, I guess. (laughs) All right. So let's start off with talking about what exactly is the grind? Um, Do you want to start or should I start? I can start. Um, Okay. So the grind, right? I don't know if we've kind of made up this term or you actually, definitely have like not made it up. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you we have coined this term and never yeah. existed before Hi. us. We own it. If you use it, pay for it. Okay, no. So the grind is this mindset um, that's cultural, maybe here in the U.S., maybe elsewhere, but um, it's a mindset that you have to keep working, keep keep doing Mm -hmm. and even when you're down just keep going um and I feel like it's very ever present in academia and maybe even more specifically medical education because there's always a next step Mm -hmm. and so you're just always working towards that and really stopping is not an option or is it as seen on mind the gap podcast or (laughs) or is it yeah I I mean I agree um I kind of think of it as like coming from this mindset of just kind of working yourself really hard, but not the motivation doesn't come from like within you. It comes from like an extrinsic source, like exactly this this desire to feel to, to meet certain expectations on, you know, what you're spending your time on and how much money you're making and just like how full is your day of tasks in some ways actually like like with you saying that it reminds me that I feel like it's a very like comparative Mm -hmm. thing like it's like performative you can't that's why it's hard to try and define the grind because it's like well like if the person next to me is doing Mm. this much like even if I'm doing a lot for me, it's not grinding clearly because they're doing way relational contextual It's like if you lived in a vacuum without social media, especially, you know, and you, you know, you got up in the morning and like you worked out and like you made yourself breakfast and you went to work and you got home and um, like you made yourself dinner. You've been like, hey, I'm grinding. Like, look at everything I accomplished. Like, I feel so good about this. I was so productive. And that was your definition of feeling like you really put in the effort. That was fine. Yeah. Until you take a look at until you're scrolling through Instagram and then there's like this person who's like my side hustle and like oh my gosh da, 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 stay yes. grinding you're like don't be complacent and it's like 
it's like oh I didn't even know I was supposed to feel bad about me (laughs) exactly and those quotes that are like while like your competition's like sleeping like you could be like winning or something (laughs) it was just like it was like a set of three and it was like while they're blank you're blank and while they're blank you're blank and while they're like it was like while they're involuntarily um, rolling my eyes right now I can't yeah while they're dreaming like you're doing like get out of here like are you why and I think it's very like why are we pitting ourselves against each other too like it's just very that's why it's toxic it's just Like, why can't we all just be doing what we need to be doing? And I do think, I do think, like, as a culture, we're starting to move away from that, Mm -hmm. thank God. And I will shout out Gen Z. I feel like Gen Z and also millennials in general who, like, were experiencing that. And then we're like, yeah, they were like, wait, that was not good. And, like, we're all just like, wait a second, maybe we can do something about this. And we're Mm -hmm. all kind of just like, even you and I, you know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I feel like have to credit gen z i feel like some millennials are like waking up to this and being like oh wait this sucks and <laughs> but gen z the whole time has been like i will not yeah i will not stand for this like, good so for funny. you guys yeah they really are just like <laughs> i'm gonna do what i need the to children do. are our future <laughs> literally <laughs> And then so Gloria, what do you like for you? What does being in the grind mindset feel like? Because maybe you've taken a step back now, Mm -hmm. but like when you're in that, what does it feel like? I feel like I definitely it's tough because it's hard. It's hard to knock it in some ways because it's like when you are doing it well. Yeah. Like aside from the, the mental and physical like exhaustion. Right. Aside from that. You feel amazing about yourself because not only like look at all the tests and like things I have checked off and like have going yeah. on, but like I could tell this to someone and they'd be like, wow, girl, great for yes. you. Right. You get so it's like, oh, it feels great. Right. But, and that's why this is such a cultural thing, because it is like applauded and it is like yeah. raised like if you are grinding, good job. Like we're that's just like good, like right. or it was at least. And yeah, of course we want that praise. We're human. Like, we yeah. want acknowledgement. We want to be, you know, we want people to be proud of us for working hard or whatever mm-hmm. they want us to do, we'll do it, you know? Right. So it's like when you're doing it well in that moment, in those snippets of mo- where everything aligns and you are, like, d- like crushing it, quote, unquote, you know, mm-hmm. it feels great. But what it feels like, what living in my mind feels like, during those times is like just a constant recycled thought loop Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the things keeping track of the things that need that I need to do do lists and where else can I add things and like how can I keep this moving forward and so it's it yeah there's uh like a gratification that comes with it but it's an exhausting like mindset to live every day in because you cannot do that sort of thing without putting regular minute by minute effort into it exactly and like obviously you only have so much emotional and like mental capacity and like how much of that are you putting in it has to you have to be taking it from somewhere and like what is getting you know not prioritized because of that yeah I feel like everything 
<laughs> anything good anything that makes you you or healthy and I think being in the grind mindset like sometimes you just feel like you like you lose all passion for the thing you're doing because mm-hmm. you're just doing it to do it yeah if I think like maybe during medical school some sometime some of the time where I was like grinding you know you're like just doing the studying to do the studying and I kind of feel like that's how it was when I was studying for step one like I was just doing the questions to do the questions like was it mm-hmm. even my best work probably not like you know that's the thing about the grind like you right. could be showing up and doing the thing but is it good quality just checking you know? the box off is more important than anything else <laughs> yeah exactly and I think that's where like that's kind of how it becomes like a little bit like addicting kind of how you were saying um and like you're like oh but I checked it off like that's a good thing and you kind of get a little bit of a rush and you're like a cognitive dissonance sort of thing (laughs) exactly so I feel like one thing that's really hard for people including myself is like trying to figure out where does like working hard end and like where does the grind begin or this grind that we're talking about today do you have like any insight on like how you feel you can find the difference or like how do, how do they differ when I'm working hard I think it feels it definitely feels less performative like in the moment when I feel like I'm sort of getting out what I'm putting into it in terms of effort even if it's like multiple projects usually these are things that I've started because I have a genuine interest in them versus Mm -hmm. feeling like starting things or getting involved in things in order to check boxes. I think that's where it differs is that there, there is that return on investment in terms of like mental health and positivity in terms of like enrichment. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Although I think, I think there's overlap. Absolutely. I feel like, I can't even remember like when I was grinding versus when I was working hard. I don't even know if I could name like mm-hmm. at this point it was a grind and at this point I like I'm like a little worried at this moment because I'm trying to think of like we're asking ourselves and we're, we want to help people to differ <laughs> the grind and working hard. I'm not sure I've done that. No cheat sheet. No, there's no like is there an answer? I don't know. This That's is a good why point. we're. I really don't like I'm trying to think there's been times where I've worked hard and like you said have gotten a lot out of it and felt like really I I, I guess that really is it because I've had really hard jobs or really hard times in school but if it's like a topic I really still like like it's worth it I think about when I was in college and I did a concentration in neuroscience and I was like obsessed and those classes are obviously very hard Um, But I would like show up in the library and just stay there all day. And I didn't like I liked it. There was a running thing with friends from high school and then college that like I was like I lived in the library and I like loved it. Like I would rather be in the library than at a party or something on a weekend. And they were not wrong. Yeah, I think. Yeah, having that that intrinsic interest can carry you really far and make working hard separate from that grind aspect. So, I mean, we've talked a little bit about 
sort of the grind stuff that was going on um, third year. Do you want to talk about how that mindset contributed to you deciding to take a gap year? Yeah, I talked about it a little bit in the first episode, Mm -hmm. um, but with the rotations, which I honestly did enjoy a lot, but they were very hard in all of the ways, I did start feeling like not excited about anything anymore. And um, is it like I'm burnt out or am I depressed? But um, it wasn't depression. So yeah, so the grind of third year, just doing all of these things. And honestly, even within rotation. So I actually liked each of my rotations. Like I found something interesting within each of them. But within some rotations, they're having you do like write-ups or papers or these, this, go to this lecture and that lecture. And it's just like time and energy going into things that there's nothing coming out of it. And I think that that's what med students hate like the most about med school is all of these required things that they don't feel like they're getting anything out of. So yeah, I was just done like at some point you can try try the grind go home and try it yourself kids like you can try it I've done it for so many years that I am at the point my roommates in medical school will know you know like there have been times in med school where it's dipped to zero and then someone will kind of like pat me and I'll kind of bring it up back again but like I remember multiple instances where like my roommates in med school were like you're doing what this weekend instead of studying and like literally you have are we going there right now <laughs> yeah and like you're like why did you take a vacation and I'm like guys I have nothing oh, left you're going away again. I have nothing left I need something in my life and that's another thing about med school like you're not what are you getting back you're supposed to just use these internal like I want to be a doctor like how yeah. long does that last you <sighs> Gloria, how did the grind mindset contribute to you needing a gap year? Yeah, I think I I, I touched upon this. I mean, I definitely talked in, about this in our first episode, but I'll just like sum it up in the context of the grind, like using that term, I guess. But I mean, you, I talked about, you know, just as part of who I am, having this forward momentum. Um once I've kind of like set my sights on something and just like, like I collect, I collect all the boxes. I, I check and collect all the boxes mm-hmm. because I also like, um, I think like med school has made me fairly like risk averse, which mm-hmm. is definitely not how I used to be. But um, the medical school residency applicant application process literally is from the time you start, you're given, um, you're told to like look up this this like NRMP charting the match for whatever year. And it literally shows like percent of matching <laughs> percent chance of matching a certain medical specialty um, broken down by like number of volunteer experiences, right. you know? Right. So it's, it's, it was daunting to me to feel like I needed to make sure that I lined up with, you know, a certain number I, I need to make sure I lined up on yeah the right side of all those numbers and yeah. um, that really weighed on me. So I was definitely doing not everything that I did, but some things I did or at least started um, because I wanted to fit that profile that gave me a good chance to match. And mm-hmm. um, in doing that, I mean, the stuff that I did, stuff 
where I could, I tried to make it as true to myself as possible. But still, when you're juggling all these different things that you wouldn't necessarily have all these have all the like those balls in the air if it were up to you if you were just like being a a human yeah like i want to be a i want to be a doctor for these reasons like i don't necessarily want to do research and i don't want to do this Mm -hmm. this this but it's needed to be a good applicant so i have to do those things anyway even though they're not true to myself and it's like yeah wait don't they want someone who's true to themselves like they just want me to match this profile that they've created as good candidate for a residency yeah and it doesn't give you it doesn't give you that space to kind of think you know what i mean because you're just like so consumed with getting this or at least i was with like getting these things checked off and so i think you know, I talked about basically, you know, reaching this moment of uncertainty. And I think being focused on building that perfect applicant profile um, versus exploring myself and what I wanted and how I relate to medicine. And um, yeah, that was a big part of it. We've heard over the last few years that both medical school and residency um like programs are looking more holistically at applicants um understanding their differences and actually seeing differences as a benefit and so that's great but you can't deny when you're handed that match form of here are the things that got 90 percent of people into this residence you're like oh i'm gonna try my best to match these things because like why would i I'm going to really hope that they just like me for me. Like, that's not going to work. Like, what are the chances? And we've all worked so hard to get here that I think we come here thinking, like, I just need to, like, keep going. And that's, like, that is the grind. I just need to keep Mm -hmm. going. This is what they're saying they want. And, you know, it was high school to get into college. And then it's college to get into med school. And it's med school to get into residency. And it'll probably be residency to get into fellowship. And it's just, like... At what point do you stop doing what they've labeled or they've, you know, told you is mm-hmm. the best way to to be the perfect applicant and then just start being you who, if you're meant to be a good doctor and if you're going to be a good doctor, like, you j- will just be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, good answer uh, this is so draining to talk about I can't, it, it really it is, really like, is and um, that's crazy i that's know crazy but it's also like perfect you know it makes a lot of sense uh i need a nap uh, i need a please nap. excuse us while we take a brief nap So, Gloria, what about the medical education system do you think makes it, like, the perfect incubator for this grind mindset? So, earlier we talked, you know, we talked about, and I especially talked about, like, and we agreed about how, you know, grinding or whatever feels um, is particularly tough because it's often doing things that aren't authentic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously that medical education and residency applications require all these boxes to be checked. Um, and so it's like, it, 
it seems like it's it's obvious that it would be impossible to check all these residency boxes without some con- like effort to get involved with things just for the sake of residency, right? So yeah. I mean, it's there's no way that every single applicant's like resume in- lists things that they did only out of like pure passion. Yeah, pure passion. But we have to, for residency applications, you have to sell that all of this stuff was part of your passion, right? Yeah. So, but, like, it's clear that that's not, it literally wouldn't be possible to be like that. Yeah. I feel that way. It's so funny. Um, This, like, this job I'm doing during my gap year is, like, I actually really like it, but it's really, it's not related to medicine, and at all you know and I keep thinking like how am I going to spin this and sell this I'm like oh that's so sad like why can't I just have a job because I need some money because I'm struggling financially you know like but everything has to be in the context of how is this going to help me how can I show them that this is making me a stronger applicant like everything I do should be should be for that goal right it's actually yeah it's it's kind of nuts when you think about it it's like not only does all of my time (laughs) Mm-hmm. have to go towards checking these boxes specifically for residency like I also if I do something actively that doesn't align with those boxes and that theme mm-hmm. then I'm like I have to explain it somehow so not only right. do I only do I definitely have to do all this stuff I have to only do certain <laughs> certain yeah. like things yeah. And that's kind of that kind of comes back to the idea of your gap year mm-hmm. and someone saying that like how are you going to spin this and how are you going to make this not look bad? Oh, it's pervasive. It's like a pervasive thing, the spin. Yeah. I have found on the rotation I'm at right now having to explain the gap year and like mm. <laughs> how's that? Well, here's the thing. I, I, I'm trying to put some spin on it, but because I am so, like, burnt out right now, I mm-hmm. like, truth is leaking out. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. No, like, and honestly, I'm, I'm finding it's not a bad thing. There you go. Finally. I hear myself, like, being like, honestly. <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh, what's about to come out? Exactly. Exactly. Shut up, shut up, shut up. What are you doing? And, That's so funny. And then after I say what I'm going to say, usually it's it's generally met with like pos- positivity, but it is truly like I, the flood, there are cracks yeah. in my uh, in my wall right now. So yeah, the... And yeah, and like that's due to when you're too burnt out, like everything just like has such a short fuse now and like you can't even like, not lie, but you can't even like spin for that long. You're just like, no, here's the truth. Like you just word vomit everything and you just tell everyone everything you're feeling. Oh my God, I (laughs) feel so seen right now. Yeah. So I think we mentioned this a little bit, but definitely I think society at large is starting to reject the grind the grind mentality um like i said you're starting to see those influencers or starting to see less of those influencers the rise and grind stuff Mm -hmm. um ultimately do you think that medical education is going to follow suit in terms of you know the requirements and expectations placed upon 
medical school applicants, residency applicants, med students in general? I want to be hopeful yet <laughs> realistic. No, really, I'm being very serious. I don't want to be cynical, uh, but here are my thoughts. My thoughts are that there will always need to be those um, like standard standardizations, mm -hmm. standardized tests, unfortunately for me, um, <laughs> um, like tasks and, act and you know, mm -hmm. maybe not activities, but different things that, you know, we have to do because it's still an education system and you still need to be mm -hmm. um, tested on material and make making yeah. sure that these students know these things. What I do think might change is residencies looking at applicants' differences as a positive, not necessarily grades-wise, but, I mean, even in our class, more and more students, I just keep hearing, are taking gap years figuring out what they want to do, kind of kind of forming their own path a bit. Um, I know that when I was first applying to medical school, a gap year before med school was like, my parents were like, no, don't do that. Like, that's not going to look good. It looks like you took a break. It looks like, you know, you couldn't do it. And then talking to other people, they were like, no, this could, this could be good. And now I know myself and many other mentors for undergrad who are interested in medical school recommend a gap year and see that as a good thing and all of the benefits that come with it. So I think that there are certain parts that are going to move away from like you need to be in this mold and you need to be doing what everyone else is doing and or more all the time move into like I really hope it would move to like do what's going to make you the best version of you. I feel like that's what it should be for for any field right like and be the most authentic you because so doctors treat patients and every single human being on in on this planet is to, you know could be a patient everyone is different everyone has so many beautiful differences and like, like the we fact need a, we need a sound effect for when you're being really really deep really deep okay so play sound effect here but seriously everyone is different and why wouldn't you want doctors who could match that like that's why representation matters in medicine in all ways shapes and form like it all we the differences are good and I think that we need to start valuing them and realizing like what a positive effect they could have on patient care and why don't we start looking at how having differences having obstacles and people overcoming them taking breaks whatever like why can't this be a positive here's the thing I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better in that like you said in terms of this oh we all have differences like just for the nature of the competitiveness of residency application, having differences and being unique is going to become, is going to become competitive. You know what I mean? Like, yes, no, I agree with that. You know, we talked about step one, which is, you know, one of the major board exams. It used to have a three digit score. It went past fail the, this January, January, 2022. And it used to be basically almost a, a ticket to residency if you did really well on it. Um, right. It was changed to pass fail. Basically, the the argument was like blah blah blah. More 
focus on extracurriculars and research right which like crap (laughs) (laughs) wait (laughs) that goes against everything we're talking about so i think unfortunately it seems like you know out of the frying pan into the fire sort of situation so yeah i think it's not possible to check those boxes or necessarily have all of those unique experiences without doing some of it extrin from for extrinsic reasons um so i worry about that i don't think that that's ever gonna go away and i do think there's benefits to like being pushed out of your comfort zone a little bit but it's when it becomes like harmful to your mental or physical health like that that's when it becomes a problem and i mean yeah. yeah for me like why can't if i'm like oh i did a lot of like personal work on me this year Mm -hmm. i can't put that on a resume right it's very hard to quantify that yeah that's the tough thing is like to get through the door that cannot be even a majority of my focus right that's where i think the grind comes back in yes so i feel like it is the grind it you can consider yourself being in the grind when you're weighing like the time that you want to be spending doing things that you actually like and you're like no it's not worth it because that isn't gonna I can't put that on my resume like I can't be doing those things that I enjoy because into a box can't spin it right I can't yeah I can't show them that and like the grind tends to be like how many hours a day did you put towards this thing like and I feel like that pressure so much even now with like step two studying like I am really trying to like heal right now and um, you know enjoy the gap year but I'm still doing step two and it's Mm -hmm. like this is such a weird time to be studying for the next board exam because I'm like I'm very I'm I'm in this limbo right now. Yeah. No, I I feel the limbo right now as as well, being in rotations. Yeah, I feel it's it's tough. It's tough. I've had some like really rough mornings, some really rough afternoons, and I'm like being like I really, really, really need space from this and just I can't right now because this I need to get through, you know, these rotations to for the larger goal. So right. yeah. I know it's a weird it's a weird thing to like be trying to let a lot of this go and then still be like still be in it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. We're, we're working on it. We're doing we're doing our best and like I said before yeah. like that's all someone can do. It's weekly wellness. Nope. No. Do that no. again. <laughs> We're just talking about, like, the grind and how burnt out we're... It's weekly wellness. I'm just so excited to be talking about anything oh, other okay. than the grind. Me so, too. This so will be this the is, last time we mention the grind. This pure, is pure, unadulterated joy to just end this discussion about the grind. Um, okay. So, but this is going to be weekly wellness. We introduced you guys to it uh, last week with weekly self-care segment um we're gonna be calling it weekly wellness from now on so during the segment we're going to set wellness goals for the upcoming week but we're also going to check in with our um with last week's goals so um victoria why don't you tell us how your self-care slash wellness goal went 
also remind us what you did. Okay, true. Also, you're right. I do feel so much better now that we're done talking <laughs> oh, about the grind. <laughs> like, that is a sick, sick place in my mind. <laughs> this is horrible. Okay, so if you recall last week's episode, on last week's episode, I told you guys about how it's been over 10 years that I've wanted a nose ring and that I was going to do that. So currently, Gloria can attest that I am speaking on this podcast with a nose <laughs> ring. There's um, metal. Metal in the nose. Metal, metal in the nose confirmed. In the nose. So I did this uh, a few days ago and I'm really happy with it. Um, it felt really weird at first, but it's growing on me it definitely is my parents are not very happy um shout out mom and dad <laughs> but but you know they told me that it's my face and i could do what i want with it i'm not sure if they even believe that but what a classic parent response yeah like... it really was but um no but i'm really happy and i i went alone but it was really exciting to do something for myself, and I'm going to consider it an early birthday gift to myself because I did not realize how expensive it would be. I, yeah, you told me, yeah, you told me it was, do you want to share the price? $108. Okay, and I think I recall mentioning, I think multiple times that it was going to be cheap, and I... Rude. Yeah, well, when I got my nose pierced... Pre-pandemic. Pre- 16 <laughs> years ago. Wow. <laughs> You were not 14. I was 14. But, okay, so my 14-year-old nose piercing was $60. Yeah, but that was like 100 years ago. (laughs) Okay, that's my point. That's my point is I was misinformed by time. Yes, I understand. That's okay. You're forgiven. So hard to top your last (laughs) wellness goal. but It's true. Small victories are okay. So what is your wellness goal for the week? Yeah, that's what I like about this segment. Like it doesn't have to be like a task. It can just be like pretty much anything that's going to – I think like this is definitely going to be part of our healing journey and I would never want to say like I'm going to learn how to be balanced this week. Like that's never going to happen. So um, mine is a small one. Mine is that I'm really trying to – while I'm not a person of routine – or structure really at all um I'm really gonna try and be better about like boundaries and specifically like time constraints on things so we've gone way over on this recording (laughs) but for example like you know setting you know for meetings for this podcast or meetings for someone else or honestly even at my job already like because they're so nice to me like I've been like staying later and not telling them like time for me to go like I feel weird doing that but I really am trying this week and then like hopefully each of these things can like carry on to further weeks not a nude piercing every week so I won't do that but um (laughs) I really want to be a little bit more organized with that because as much as it goes against my nature like it will help me and then you know and I think I've seen that already with us in our Mm -hmm. meetings this week we've been a lot more organized and it's made me feel not overwhelmed by the amount of work we have to do okay so then gloria how was your goal for last week and just remind us what you did oh yeah for for last week um my goal was to not scrub the walls of my apartment hard to hard hard to commit to basically to just have a reasonable like cleaning uh goals for a 
one of my friends that was coming to stay, you know, balance sort of what we talked about today. So how fitting. Um, yeah, it went well. Um, I didn't really even have time to consider uh, scrubbing the walls, so I didn't. So Sometimes you know, that's that, what you need. Yeah, that definitely took took the – the thing is, it yeah, it took um, – took the choice out of my hands in some ways although like in times past I might have like just stayed up and done it but right um, uh, I didn't and you know okay. what um no one chastised me or scolded me or came in and was like ugh. So. yeah I'm sure that's what would have happened um okay so do you have a goal for this week okay so this is like fairly cliche <laughs> um but it truly is like what I'm currently working on. Um, like I mentioned, but like all of last month, I was literally traveling like every weekend, like like a couple weeks in there too. Um, and so <laughs> I definitely was out of my routine and I did not like exercise really like at all. Like, and we, we have a Peloton and that's basically like mostly what, I've been doing and I did not get on that bike for like the entire month so um I would really like to do that more and nice. so yeah that's my goal for the how week. are you gonna how mm-hmm. are you gonna accomplish that do you have like any ways yeah so it's tough because like when I was studying and like wasn't going to work in the morning I would do it in the morning and I'd be done mm-hmm. by like nine thirty or 10 um and I still got to like sleep decently um now that i need to be somewhere like in the morning i still like to do i still like to exercise in the morning okay but that means i need to go to bed earlier yeah and like stuff has just been happening that's made that really hard um and i'm then i'm tired the next day and so then like i get home from work and i sit around Mm -hmm. because i'm so tired and i don't like just move the stuff up earlier in the evening so it gets done so you know it's like a spiral yeah yeah so yeah i think part of it is going to be being intentional with like getting the stuff done in the afternoon so that i can get to bed earlier and then accomplish that because it really does make me feel better yeah Um, i feel like i feel that way about exercise every time it's like it feels like such a chore but then like the moment you finish your workout or whatever you're like why don't I do this every day like this feels so good mm-hmm. and it's just like really trying to channel that um and then also listening to your body like when when it's not time for that so that's a really hard again balance <laughs> yeah no it is that's true that's all we have for today thanks for joining us in the gap we hope to see you back here each Monday and on our socials at Mind the Gap Podcast. Catch us in the gap. gap.